and attempt number three at recording this podcast. Welcome back to Fat Man Talking Weight Loss. I'm your host, Shane, and this is my third attempt at recording this. I'm pretty sure the last episode was much the same, except this time. So, first recording, my voice sounded funny and I was quite embarrassed. I stopped. I said, no, we can't do this. Voice probably sounds funny now too, but oh well. Second time, phone rang, answered the call. Anchor says to me, Shane, do you see that recording you just made? That's gone now. You can't have that back. And I thought, fuck you, Anchor, taking my fucking podcast recording. And I was on a fucking roll. But look, we're back. Um, so look, uh, this week's podcast is brought to you by a brand new unofficial non-sponsor called Paul Dermody PT. Paul, the sneaky bastard, I was on the phone to him this morning and he says to me, uh, well, actually, it's my own fault. I brought it on myself. So I said to Paul, um, geez, man, you know, your your mood's pretty good. You seem in great form. You should record a podcast because I, I was kind of feeling the infectious energy in the air. And I was saying, you know, feeling positive now after talking to Paul. Paul, you should record a podcast. Cheeky bastard says to me, if I record one, he'll record one. So, uh, man of my word, I've uh, I've sculpted out to my podcast in studio, cup of tea in hand, and ready to record an old podcast. Um, now, before we get down to the official business, anyone who's listening who records your own podcast, I know it's one or two of you, where are you getting your fancy intros from? That's what I want to know. All these people, they have all these real fancy, like, songs and shit like that at the start of our podcast, and I don't know, I don't have anything fancy, I just have me going like, what's going on, guys, or, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm your host, Shane, I'm sounding a bit depressed. You know, I, I have these real boring intros, you know, I want something real flashy, you know, a bit Bruce Buffer, it's like, presenting the reigning, defending, fat man talking, Shane, the fat man again. You know, something like that. Um, wow, I don't want comfort zone there, to say the least. I did actually get in contact with Bruce, uh, Bruce Buffer from the UFC uh, to see if he would record a podcast intro for me uh, a few months back. And jeez, the price was just a little too much. So until we get a little bit of sponsorship on board, we're, uh, we're unfortunately going to have to go without. And Bruce very nicely offered me a discount because he apparently appreciates people with a bit of entrepreneurial spirit, even though this isn't really business. But nice guy all the same, uh, or at least the person running his email is. Uh, so anyway, back with a brand new podcast. So look, um, we will start off with just getting back down to business, really. Um, so where were we? So two weeks ago, I was pretty much in the same place I was in now be perfectly honest. So uh, when I recorded the last episode of September, it's now October, that's how the year works. Um, and where am I? Uh, Weight-wise, I've not weighed myself today, but I'm fairly sure it's in around the same, if not more. Uh, last week I weighed myself and I was actually up weight, which is very disappointing. And actually kind of sparked me to not record a podcast. Uh, I had a podcast plans and I just wasn't in the form for it. I said, oh, fuck this. Um, this week, a little more off the cuff. Uh, what I'm realising more and more, and look, you might be able to tell me otherwise, uh, if I'm probably a bit repetitive or I'm probably, um, sound a bit like I'm ranting away to myself with no plan, but I feel like without a plan, I'm a lot better off than with a plan, because I feel like when I'm when I'm planning a podcast and I have a load of points written down in front of me, I'm kind of looking at them going, how am I going to fit that in, how am I going to link that to that, this, that, the other, and instead I kind of like it to be a bit free-flowing, I like it to just be natural, I like it to be me standing alone in a room, just just recording my thoughts, you know, just recording my thoughts, so anyway, uh, the past two weeks, I have, look, food-wise, not been great, I've been, been making the calories up, uh, plenty of them, in fact, now, I've been hitting my daily calorie goal most days, but the truth is, is that I'm hitting it through the wrong means, so, I know it sounds stupid, but say, 
All right, your car runs on petrol. Petrol is the best fuel source for your car. Car. Fuck, I can't even talk. Sorry about this, guys. Um, so anyway, your car runs on petrol, and petrol is the best fuel source for your car. But for the space of, say, I don't know, we'll call it three miles, if you put diesel into your car, and for all mechanics out there listening, I'm not saying this is fact. I'd imagine the diesel would just instantly fuck up the car. But I'm saying, say you put in half petrol, half diesel, and the car runs a little bit, it chugs along, and you might get three miles out of it. And then the engine just absolutely goes all fucked. That's just kind of like at the moment with my body. So I might be fueling myself 33% of healthy foods, a nice eggs in the morning with a little bit of toast, maybe a turkey rasher. And then in the afternoon, I'm like, oh, I'll have a chicken mushroom pastry slice, or I might have a chicken fillet roll, or I might have a lasagna for dinner, or I might have this, that, the other. And the point I make to you is that although I'm putting in some healthy foods, which are, say, the petrol, uh, all the other foods are the diesel for the petrol engine. It's not working. It's not, it's not fueling me. I'm not feeling energized. I'm not feeling good. I'm feeling a bit clunky. Uh, probably could do it a bit of a service. Uh, essentially, yeah. So all, all car, car comparisons aside, that's me at the moment. So I've just, uh, it's not that I've been overeating, but I've just not been eating the right foods. I've not been fueling myself. Outside of that, I haven't really felt a bit energized to do my exercises. So I've, I've not been training a whole lot. I've not been swimming a whole lot. I've not been walking a whole lot. I've just been overall really, really, really lazy. And when it comes down to it, I'm sure anyone who's kind of in a familiar territory to me or anyone who just has a kind of goal in mind, you know, there's nothing worse where if you take a few days off, um, it's kind of always hard to get back into it. And what someone said to me is never take two days off in a row. Like if I miss a day, I have to make sure I train at least the next day. And even if I miss the day after that, I have to make sure I train the day after that. And the idea is if you never go two days without one uh without an exercise activity without some sort of workout the idea is that at least the majority of your week three four days is gonna at least have had workouts as opposed to you taking a week off binging on shit food drinking away and then suddenly you're at next week and you're going oh start monday starting monday never fucking works uh as i've learned i've had many many positive motivated mondays in my life and they never panned uh which is why when i started this i'm pretty sure i started on a tuesday genius not a monday uh, still midweek but look that's everything going on with me so look uh the plan for the next week really is just taper things up i've my goals set out a little more specifically um i'm in a little bit more positive form myself which definitely is helping external factors have quietened down a bit which is always good uh, i say external factors i just don't want to go into it but look life gets in the way sometimes life can be a bit frustrating sometimes it doesn't mean it has to be the ruler of your life um so look uh we're back to it and this week's gonna be a bit better uh on what day is today today's wednesday um so yeah look positivity positivity we're gonna we're gonna put the positivity out into the world you're all gonna receive it and then at the end of this podcast you're all gonna go five stars five stars on itunes that's what we're gonna do so anyway um all stifling aside, what did I want to talk about this week? I didn't really have much in mind. The podcast from last week I've decided to scrap. I just, I don't know. I'll get back to that podcast. I have some good points written on that topic. It's just not for today. Um, so maybe something I can talk about. Give me a second. Emotional eating. There we go. That's something that's in my brain right now. Because I was only thinking about it this morning. I was writing a little note uh, for myself. Because, look, uh, the past few weeks... Um, I've just been emotionally eating. For those of you who kind of, that, that just sounds like a buzzword or that sounds like something that a PT will tell you, that doesn't exist and you shouldn't do that. 
and to be fair, like it, it's just so, it's an activity you do. It's not a sickness. It's not anything that you can necessarily come down with. You know, you just choose to do it or you don't. And a lot of people are reliant on it, like myself. And a lot of people aren't. Uh, some people are like robots and they're like, food is food and I eat food and that's fine. And then you've got the gym heads and they say, you won't emotionally eat if you have your meals prepped seven days in advance. Uh, I am a drill sergeant and that's how I work. Now, for those people, look, that's great. I am really, really, really delighted to hear that you enjoy prepping your meals. I'm delighted to hear that you're so organized that you have your meals cooked a week in advance. I hope you're freezing them and I hope they're fresh and I hope you're not even gone off manky chicken and rice, broccoli, whatever the fuck you're having. Look, cool beans. But here's the logic I will make and it's going to resound, it's going to resound, what the fuck? It's, it's going to land with every person who's ever been overweight. It's going to land with everyone who's probably in the same mindset as me. And for any who don't, it might enlighten you to the fact that not all of us work the same. But meal prepping does not work for me now that's not to say that meal prepping would not get me to my goals in a fast efficient manner that's not saying that meal prepping would nearly ensure that the foods i'm eating would be healthy that's the logic there but what a meal prep does for me is it creates a little prison it creates this little box that i have to live in and i can't hack that if you're someone who loves food you want you want the food to kind of take you in the right direction you know it sounds a bit silly but you know you want you want let's put it you want a dinner that's going to excite you you know you don't just want the same dinner every fucking day and that's probably where i end up in the fucking mcdonald's drive-thru while you end up on the chicken rice and broccoli but the point i'd make is i've gone through phases where i've cooked 10 days worth of food seven days worth of food three days worth of food whatever it might be and i batch cook it and it's really exciting and i'm like i'm so pumped I've just listened to a fucking motivational video on YouTube. I can't wait. I get so fit. I'm starting to imagine myself with a six pack. I'm walking around feeling like I've already lost weight because I walked into the kitchen and I didn't take a biscuit. It's just this real positive energy. Now, what happens after about a week? I go into work. I look at the microwave. I see the shit Tupperware in my hands. It's got all the essential ingredients. I like the food in there but I don't want it. It's day nine, day 10, whatever it might be. And I don't fucking want this food anymore. And I could have switched up my prep with foods. Maybe that'd help. For me, probably not. So anyway, here's the point I'll make to you. When you're feeling that kind of way, most people will probably eat that meal prep food. And that's great. But if you're someone who's in a fat mindset like me, you're just not gonna. You're just gonna fuck that in any other option you're going to fuck that food in the bin and you're going to say, oh, there's a burger on the, in the canteen today. Or, hey, there's a McDonald's in the road. Or, hey, KFC is not too far away. And you're going to want those foods. Um, so myself, what I like to do is just rely on sources that I enjoy, know the foods I can eat, have them planned in my head, but not necessarily committing myself if I don't feel like them. And that works a lot of the time. So that's why look, meal prep, I totally get where you're coming from. But for me, the chances are I'll have 10 meals cooked. They may stay frozen in my freezer for over a year. And the truth is, is that I'll defrost them, look at them, not want them and throw them out. And it's just a big waste of fucking time. So look, uh, the truth is I need things to be a little bit more random. I need things to be organized yet random. You know, I need to know the exact foods. Say if I have seven dinners planned out for the week, but I don't know what days I'm having them on. That's perfect with me. I've all the ingredients bought. I know what I'm cooking. They're all straightforward, nothing too complicated. 
but at the end of the week, I'm making sure I have all of them. And that's the key. So anyway, this is a little off topic, but look, for those of you, I've just had this so many times, if someone says, if you prepped your meals, you wouldn't emotionally eat. And the truth is, it doesn't matter if I have chicken and rice fucking in front of me or a fucking steak. If I'm in a fucking shift form or if I'm really depending on emotional eating uh, and my emotions are getting the best of me, I'm not going to want the healthy thing. And that's just what tends to happen. Um, so, you, you know, you need to set up means to get around that. And one of the main things I do is just simple having a fridge full, having a fridge full of good foods you want to eat. Having emergency snacks. Emergency snacks are fucking key. It doesn't matter if it's a fucking kinder treat bar. It doesn't matter if it's a fucking protein bar. It doesn't matter if it's fucking 30 calorie hot chocolate. You need your reliance food that's going to take you away. So instead of you going for the fucking big dairy milk share bar, you just get the small bar. Instead of you going for the big share bag of crisps, you just get the small bag of crisps. And you need to just have a bit of fucking willpower. Because motivation is finite. And it's going to fucking go away. It doesn't matter how many fucking YouTube videos you watch. It does not matter how much fucking books you read, educate yourself, whatever you want to call it. How much you tell yourself how you're amazing and you're going to do so good. The truth is, is that when the emotion actually hits you, when you're in the shit fucking form, when you've had fuck all sleep, when you've had a shit day in work, when you're in no form for fucking anything, that's the day you're going to reach for all the shit foods. And if you have a nice middle ground food there, that's going to satisfy the taste, it's going to satisfy your want for that food, and it's going to heal off that little bit of emotional, I don't know, emotional feelings you've got going on, then you're fucking better off. So look, um, yeah, that's that's emotion leading in my book. Uh, so look, I've been doing that the past week, and really it's just come down to it. Look, I've just been in shit form, I eat shit food, I wake up the next day in shit form, and the cycle repeats. And that's what tends to happen. And then suddenly you're a few days off good food. You're feeling a bit sluggish. You're feeling a bit shit. And you're just feeling overall pretty crappy. Um, now, look, I always look out for the warning signs. And I probably picked them up a bit too late this time. But look, I mean, at the end of the day, I've not been eating in a surplus the past week. So it's fine. Uh, I've been okay. I know I'm not up weight, hopefully. More, more or less, anyway. If my tracking is right, I'm not up weight. So happy days. Uh, but I also know how I'm feeling and I'm feeling sluggish. I feel like I've been fueling the engine the wrong fucking way and I'm feeling pretty damn shit that way. Um, so yeah, look, um, one of the main warning signs I tell you, and that was probably very loud near so I'm very sorry. I kind of raised my voice up there. Um, but look, one of the main warning signs I have anyway is not actually feeling hungry. Uh, I've gone a week now without really feeling hungry. Now, can you imagine that? Can you imagine going a full week without feeling actual hunger? And what that is, is that I've been continually eating meals, I've been continually snacking, but I've not taken any breaks from foods. And look, intermittent fasting is not the be all and end all. Intermittent fasting is not the way to guarantee yourself to lose weight or anything. Although it's a good tactic, but the truth is, it's really what it is, is it's displacing your calories to a smaller portion of the day. And then automatically you're fuller at that time of the day, but then you still get to give your body a break to the point where the next day you feel a bit hungry. So what I tend to do is I go eight hours eating, an eight-hour feeding window, and then I'll have a 16-hour fast. And the reason I do the 16-hour fast, and sometimes I'll extend it, and sometimes I'll make it longer, and sometimes I'll make the eating window shorter, is that I'm someone who's reliant on feeling full. I'm reliant on that big feeling full, everything, you know, I don't know what's way to fucking put it kind of been almost exhausted from food, you know, the meat sweats, the tired, the post-Christmas dinner nap. I love that feeling. 
So by compacting all my day's calories into six hours, eight hours, I automatically feel a lot fuller and I feel uh, my wanting for food goes. Uh, oh, fucking, I can't even speak English today. I feel like my want for food or my hunger goes, and that's great. And then by taking the break overnight and then extending it into the afternoon, what I'm doing is I'm filling up the hunger to the point where I'm actually feeling hungry. I know my body actually needs food, and therefore I'm fueling it with the right sources, and that's how I kind of combat it. Now, the truth is, is that when I do eat like that, that's where I feel the most balanced. That's where I feel the most positive. I'm still eating the same amount of food, but it's it's not down to fucking clearing out the toxins. It's not down to fucking the fucking, geez, just all the gobbledygook, the bullshit. It's literally just down to, I actually get hungry. And if you're someone who's eaten your way to 142 kg, if you're someone who's eaten your way into the 20s of stone, and if you're someone who's always been fat, the truth is you rarely feel hungry. I remember there was a time where my parents went away years ago when I, I was still a kid teenager and I sat there and I really thought I was sitting there on the couch and I really thought I was fucking sick I really thought I'm gonna have to go to hospital I'm not good here and it actually clocked at me that it was the first time in many years that I felt actual hunger like a pang in my stomach like an empty feeling like a bit of a rumble and you're saying Jesus please fucking feed me please fucking feed me you're literally, you're, you're nearly praying. You're saying, Jesus, get out the fish and the loaves of bread. Turn some water into wine. Let's have a good old crack, crack old meal there. Ah, crack old meal. Jesus Christ, Jane. Uh, look, apologies to all people who speak English uh, that I've, I've produced such awful language today. I really, I think my brain's a bit muddled. But anyway, look, the point is, you'd nearly be praying for food. And I hit that point and I was really shocked because I hadn't felt it in years. And I was like, what in God's name is going on? But I rest. So look, this is what I'm going to say. If you're emotionally eating, figure out what emotions are causing it. Feel every emotion you have to feel. I'm not saying you can't be upset. I'm not saying you can't be angry. But I'm just saying why are you feeling angry? Why are you feeling upset? That's the first thing. Identify the cause. Second thing, what are your foods you go to? Can you have a healthier alternative? If you know you're going to be in shit form once this week, but you reach for something that's half the calories to what you usually reach for. Probably a little bit better off. If your reliance is Coke, get a Coke Zero. Get a Diet Coke. If your reliance is chocolate bars, get a smaller chocolate bar and just have that one small chocolate bar there. Uh, and that's that's if you're a person who's not going to have the landslide effect where if you let one chocolate bar into your life, suddenly you're waking up eight hours later covered in Nutella, naked, wondering what's going on. If you're that person, probably not the best. But look, that's fine. So that's the second thing. If you're gonna emotionally eat, make sure you're emotionally eating on relatively better things. It's okay to have the chocolate bar. It's okay to have the crisps. What I find is that if I have the small chocolate bar there and I eat that, I'm usually satisfied to the point where I don't need the big chocolate bar. I don't need to drive to Tesco. I don't need to go to the drive-thru and I'm feeling a lot better for it. Uh, yeah, and third thing, consider changing your life. And that's not saying make a big life change. That's not saying, um, you know, make something really, really drastic. But consider the fact that something is causing you to feel this way. Something is causing this repeat pattern and something is making you react in this manner. So whether it be your job, whether it be your family, whether it be your finances, do something a little different this week to change it. it might be something small. It might be put an extra tenner in a jar. It might be 
maybe don't talk to your mum this week if she's the one stressing you out. And it could be just something as simple as, you know, if you know work is getting the better of you, try figure out a better way to do it or maybe take a little time off. You know, at the end of the day, we're not fucking built to go 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year for the rest of our lives until we die. Uh, and remember that, you know, as much as money is great, as much as work is great, don't be a slave to something you're unhappy in. Uh, it's, hard to, it's hard to acknowledge for most of us that that's the case. It's hard to acknowledge that we need that. But, you know, if you do, if you're that person, take the break or at least plan a way out. Plan your escape. Be the fucking guy from Shawshank Redemption and just tip away. No one even notices you're doing it. And then suddenly your escape plan is ready to go and you're at the gap. Might be beneficial to you. Might not. Anyway, uh, so that is my emotional eating podcast. All very interesting. All 20 minutes. Wow. Really, really flu. Um, yeah, look, I probably need to touch on this in a little more detail next time, but I just wanted to record something really quickly this week. Uh, so everyone, thank you so much for listening. Hit me up on social media. Feel free to give this a review anytime. And if you have any feedback for me personally that you don't feel the need to leave in a review, that's okay. Just send it my way. I would be more than happy to hear you out. Also testing out a new microphone this week. So let me know how it sounds. If it's bad, if it's better, if it's worse than usual, let me know. Because look, I can almost go back to my usual. I have a good microphone, but I'm trying out a headset at the minute. Uh, well, headphones. And see now they go just because it's a bit more portable and no matter where I am, I can listen to it. So when I have a studio or when I have a table, I just sit down at in a setting where I can record the podcast, I'll use my microphone. And when I just need a bit of private space to myself, I'll use my headphones and tip away in a recording. Anyway, look, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, it's been good to be back. And look, next week I will be back a bit more positive. I'll be back down weight. I promise you that. And hopefully with a bit more to discuss in regards to losing weight. Uh, so look, uh, this is Fat Man talking weight loss. Uh, it's Fat Man trying to lose 52 kilos. We've gone a little bit, little bit of the way there. We're getting there slowly. We went backwards a step, but now it's all forwards. Uh, yeah. So look, uh, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Fat man talking over and out.